Welcome to Future Insiders, a podcast about the future of tech, business, and humanity. This week, Kathy talks to Courtney Harding and Callie Leone about VR for Good, a platform to help you manage your stress and well-being through a pandemic. Let's go ahead and get started. Here's your host, Kathy Hackle. excited today i'm joined by two women two female powerhouses in vr that i absolutely absolutely love um and i'm just excited to be talking about uh, about vr and and some of some amazing projects that they're working on so i want to welcome uh, courtney harding from friends with holograms and callie leon from you know health um two people that i know well from the industry so hey ladies uh can you guys introduce yourselves briefly and tell folks a little bit about what you do courtney do you want to do you want to go first yeah, sure. So thanks so much for having us. I'm really excited to be on this. Um, so my name is Courtney Harding. I'm the founder and CEO of Friends with Holograms. Uh, we're a full service VR and AR agency with a focus on uh, social good and training. And our clients include Accenture, PwC, Walmart, uh, Amazon, Verizon, uh, and, and you know health, who you'll hear from in a second. So we're really doing a lot of interesting stuff and we're thrilled to be here. Wow. So, uh, Callie, is... can you, yeah, go ahead, Callie. No, it's so exciting to be here on your podcast, Kathy, and here with Courtney. Um, so I'm Callie, I'm the founder of, of You Know Health, and we're an immersive mental wellness studio. So we have been working on leveraging technologies like VR to empower people to take control of their mental health and well-being and really using that to build and put you at the center of that journey. So one of the things we're really focused on is using your voice to drive that conversation. So we'll get into that a lot, I'm sure, on this call, but I'm really excited for all the different things we're going to talk about. Awesome, ladies. So I'm very pumped. I, I kind of want to maybe start talking about each, each of your companies, and then we'll talk about this amazing project you guys are working on. So Courtney, maybe we can start with you. Can you tell folks on the podcast a lot, a lot about what inspired you to create Friends with Holograms? Because you've been, you know, your company has been around for a couple years, and it's been really one, one of the companies that I've really kept an eye on because you guys are doing just truly amazing client work. And it's these clients, just amazing clients find you because uh, of, the, of the quality of the work you're doing. So maybe tell folks a little bit more about, you know, what inspired you to create Friends with Holograms? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's really lovely of you to say. So I was working at a VR production company doing business development and strategy, and it was a great place and really fun, but I was working, you know, 80 hours a week and kind of losing my mind a lot of the time. And I thought, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'm just going to do it for myself and not for someone else. So I split off, um, still good friends with everyone there, but I founded Friends with Holograms really thinking that I wanted to just sort of work directly with clients and sort of do these like custom bespoke solutions. A lot of what I was seeing in the training space were these solutions that were just kind of off the shelf and those didn't really speak to me. Um, And I also wanted to make sure that everything we did was really high quality and really cinematic. I saw a lot of stuff that was just kind of rote and not very interesting. And so I really wanted to make sure that we were taking 
um, all the stuff that I had learned and that other members of my team had learned working for this sort of high-end cinematic VR production company and bring that ethic to the training work um, and the other types of work that we were doing. So that's kind of how we started. Our first project was the Accenture Child Welfare Project, which has gotten a ton of great attention and great results, which I'm incredibly proud of. And the flywheel kind of started spinning from there. So it's been a lot of, you know, reaching out to people, a lot of conversations, a lot of pitching, a lot of meetings back before COVID, um, now a lot of Zoom calls. But yeah, we really, I think at this point, it's been three years since we started and, and a lot of changes, a lot of mini pivots, but I think we're at a really good stage where our focus is very much around creating these amazing experiences and the through line, even though they're very different experiences, is they all have this component where we are really trying to, this is gonna sound incredibly cheesy and startup-y, but we're trying to make the world a better place and use this technology to do that. So Courtney, I wholeheartedly believe what you're saying about making the world uh, you know, a better place, that project that you did with um, with Accenture and, and about child welfare, um, I thought was you know, impactful and, and, and very meaningful. So Kelly, I do want to chat a little bit about, you know, what led you or what inspired you to create You Know Health? So that is such a long conversation for more than one podcast, but it all boils down to the fact that mental health and well-being is something that no one has yet to really understand. And to me, it comes down to VR as this really being an incredible offering because what we do when we put on a headset is we travel and we go to a place that exists almost entirely in our minds and we can become the person we've always wanted to be. It doesn't matter if that is on top of Mount Everest, underwater, in space, in a total dream world, but you're given permission to experience yourself in a way that is both real and imaginary at the same time. So the benefits for mental health there are just tremendous. And there is so much clinical research that is going on. There are, you know, there's amazing work being done with people like Skip Rizzo and, um, you know, Dr. Brennan Spiegel, who just re released his book, VRX, the digital therapeutics book. It's phenomenal. I don't know if you've had a chance to read it. Um, he goes through a bunch of amazing case studies about how VR is being used across all disciplines in medicine. Um, but what we're really looking at is how to empower the individual to take charge of their own journey. Because we have a communication issue. And a psychiatrist or a therapist first has to diagnose someone with something. You have to feel comfortable sharing your story. And all of that communication starts with how you talk to yourself. And Courtney and I kind of came together uh, over the summer to figure out how we were going to build this first version of this platform that we've created at UNOW, where you can have this self-dialogue to really understand yourself better, to build self-awareness, and then translate that into so many different areas of mental health and well-being. Um, and that's what gets me really excited about VR, about integrating this across the technology spectrum. And I hope I answered your question. You did. No, that was, that was brilliant. And, and I think that there's different, you know, it seems like you guys are definitely, 
you, you know, you guys definitely have the same goal in mind and which is, you know, make things better, make the world better. And, and I want to make that the focus of our conversation today is VR for good. Um, so this is a perfect segue into, into kind of how you are, you guys are working together. Um, can, you know, I don't know, I'm not sure which of you guys want to want to, wants to address this, but can you tell us more about this project that you guys are working on together? That is, you know, it's, it's VR for good in the best way possible. Yeah, so Callie was the one who kind of called me over the summer. So Callie, do you want to kind of take the lead on that? Sure. So what has always, like, I've been watching the work that Courtney has been doing for years, especially around the training and development work that she's been doing. And the light bulb that went off in my head was how do we apply her work in soft skills training and corporate and enterprise towards mental health and training there? How can we apply all of that skill set towards empowering the individual to take charge of their own mental well-being? So I called Courtney and I was like, I have this maybe crazy, maybe not so crazy idea with a full research plan. I'm working with a bunch of psychiatrists and researchers on how to test out this, this theory and I really need to build it in VR, and I really want to, to work with you and to build this out and make it spectacular. So Courtney and Pamela and the rest of the team did an absolutely incredible job working with me to see this vision come to life. And we've now gone from this concept to something that we have ready to go, ready to test, and, you know, as of today, actually, I got the news this morning, we are going to be launching a randomized controlled trial with a new school to validate our platform and test it with students. But we'll also be opening this up, you know, in so many other areas in healthcare, in medicine, and really seeing how we can make an impact in the larger scheme of the world in the pandemic which for me is very important. I, I really just wanna see how we can help people help themselves when there are so few resources, even for the people who can afford it, let alone for the people who can't. How can we really transform what mental health and well-being looks like from the ground up? So, you know, I couldn't wow. think of a better person to work with than, than Courtney on this. Well, what an amazing project. I mean, congratulations. Uh this is mind blowing. Um, Courtney, do, do you want to add anything um, to, to that? I mean, wow, I'm, I'm in awe. Like, this is amazing. Yeah, and it was Thank just, you. I mean, it was such a, it was such a wonderful phone call to get. And, um, you know, just such an exciting project. And, and you know, we get a fair amount of incoming and, and a lot of times stuff goes nowhere or people have great ideas and they don't have the budget or the, they have a budget, but maybe the vision's not there. And this was just such a great example of one of those things that came completely out of nowhere um, and wound up being amazing. And we spent a lot of time, especially over the last few days, discussing, you know, how we're going to get this in front of different groups of people. And this is really the type of thing where it's so exciting and a little bit overwhelming because it's like, oh, we can take this everywhere. And every call we do where we brainstorm, we wind up, you know, starting at point A and then we get to point Z and we've got the entire alphabet in between of like, oh, and it would work this with this and it would work with this. And we have a text thread and we're constantly kind of seeing things and throwing ideas on there. And I mean, it's, 
it's really the type of thing where it's so widely usable by so many different groups. And I've, I've told so many different types of people about it and they have great suggestions about, oh, you should work with this community or that community. And, you know, the, the amount of people that I've just spoken to over the last couple of days about how to get this to one particular um, part of the population that we're targeting and the amount of people who were like jumping in to make introductions and pulling us in and really getting excited. And, you know, I, I think this has been so well received. Um, and again, it's so early, right? It's, this was finished a few weeks ago, but it's really exciting and it really speaks to the need for this. I think that if there wasn't an incredible need for this, the excitement wouldn't be there. So it's really rewarding to see how many people are into this. Yeah, and I mean, I could even see you guys working with, you know, Veterans Affairs and with different parts of the federal government. And um, yep. yeah, I mean, so many different Absolutely. applications, so many so different applications. So um, yeah, I mean, what, what is your hope? I mean, now that we're talking through through this and it's, it's just an exciting and, and truly scalable, um, you know, opportunity for you guys, how, what do you guys envision? Like, what would you guys want to see happen? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that you mentioned like the VA and other government agencies, because we actually have had some interest, um, very early interest from the from someone at the VA um, through a conference that I spoke at a couple weeks ago about veterans and mental health. So yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I see this in the near term being really amazing for all the populations that are on the front lines dealing with what's happening with COVID, right? So medical professionals, um, essential workers, people that are dealing with more stress than everyone else, right? But I think one thing to think about is, you know, while this pandemic will end at a certain point, probably hopefully next year when the vaccine gets rolled out and, and things get better, the long-term trauma effects of this are going to be just so far reaching and last for years. And so really looking at, you know, how can we get this to as many impacted groups as possible? And that's everyone. That's, you know, kids who've lost their schools, right? So there's, in New York City, there's huge populations of homeless students that are now having to do online school because their school is closed, right? those kids are going to be at such a huge disadvantage moving forward. So how can we help them? How can we help? Um, Callie had a great idea about athletes, right? And there was an article in the New York Times today about a woman who was an Olympic athlete and, you know, qualified for the trials, did really well, but it just damaged her mental health so badly. And there was no resources for her. There was no counseling. They were just kind of like, well, run fast and we don't care what else happens to you. So I think that's an incredible group. I think just you know, I can sit here and I, I won't do this, but I could sit here for an hour and like spin out all the great examples. So I think, you know, it's really just sort of getting it in front of people and getting people excited about it and then scaling it that way. I agree a hundred percent with everything Courtney said. It comes down to sort of this one core idea, which applies across the board to everybody, which is how important each and every individual voice is and your voice truly does matter. What you say matters. And that's true in the context of what we say to the world on social media. That's true when it's what we say to our friends, our partners, our families, our employees, our colleagues, whatever our external world is. But it's also just as true as what we say to ourselves. Your mindset is the most important thing that is going to determine almost anything in your life. And a therapist can guide you and teach you skills 
And there is so much amazing research that has been done to show how you change your mindset. And we built all of that clinical research into this initial platform. And there is so much more research that I want to build in the future and is already in our product roadmap for things that we just can't wait to build with the right partners to target what we have and scale this for very specific solutions. When you look at things like whether that's suicide, whether that's trauma, whether that is any, any number of the crises that we've addressed or need to address. Um, but we're really looking at how do you help yourself and believe in the voice inside your head? Because I know that no matter how many times someone tells me, hey, Callie, you've done a great job, unless I believe I've done a good job, it doesn't matter. So what we set out to do was to create a platform to help you believe in yourself and actually build self-efficacy and take that to people who need it most, which could be veterans, that could be doctors who are on the front lines with COVID, that could be children whose parents are on the front lines. You know, Courtney, you know, rightfully so brought up, hey, that might not always be our healthcare heroes. That could be somebody who keeps the bodega open in New York to make sure that we always just have some light on on the street. There are the people who we're not talking about. And, you know, that is, those people have mental health and stories that need to be talked about. And we want to help all of those people build their own inner voice in a way that is on their terms. So this is the beginning of all of that. Wow. I mean, I could see so many humanitarian ways to use this. Um, I applaud you guys. I mean, this is, when we talk about VR for good, I mean, this is the, one of the best examples I've seen of, of truly using VR for good. So congratulations, guys. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank ooh, Kelly, you. you almost made me cry there. That was intense. <laughs> oh, um, man, thank you. No, that um, was, I mean, oh my goodness, that was amazing. Um, I, I do want to, I do want to let you guys know, so we're getting towards the end of our time together. Um, so I do want to give each one of you guys a chance to talk through maybe a technology or something you've seen over the last couple of months or, or whatever, really, um, that you are, that makes you truly excited about the future. And also, if you can share where folks can find you guys, I think you're going to, you know, lots of people are going to want to know how to get in contact with you guys in this truly amazing project that you're working on. Um, so do we, Callie, do you want to go first? Um, sure. So a technology that gets me truly excited about the future. Or it could be um, anything. It could be like, you know, cricket tacos and you think about the future of food or, <laughs> or whatever. It, just, me, it could be for anything. For me, it's actually thinking about things that, that get me out of technology, which is so funny considering I am, you know, a tech entrepreneur. But I think about like mindful technology where you use it for a very specific purpose and then finding ways to go out into the real world and connect to that. So that, that's something that I really want to see more of. There hasn't been something, at least offhand, that I'm prepared to be like, oh my gosh, this is the technology I want to, to share, other than maybe, maybe the work that we're working on right now. Um, but that's a little bit, uh, I, I'm not going to do the shameless plug, which I might have just <laughs> done inadvertently. So 
didn't mean to do that. Um, but what I do want to make sure that I, I say um, is we are getting ready to do this clinical trial, or I guess it's not technically a clinical trial, it's a randomized controlled trial. And you know, everyone in the, the academic world would correct me on that. So this RCT is coming out. We are going to be opening it up to students enrolled in an undergraduate or graduate program anywhere in the United States. So we're looking to get at least 60, 60 students enrolled in the trial, which basically means all you need to do is use this application once for five weeks and see if you feel better. So we've got like a couple of tests to see like and measure your progress over time. And if you're interested in that, like please get in contact with us because we can do this remotely during COVID and I would really love to show that we can, we can do this in a pandemic and I really hope that we can actually help you manage your stress and well-being better than whatever's going on right now. So that is my, my announcement for everything. You can find us on youknowhealth.com. Um, you can go to my personal Twitter handle, which is just my name, at Callie Leone or at youknowhealth, um, any of our social media. And yeah, there'll be, there'll be more exciting stuff coming out soon, I hope. So stay tuned. So exciting. Yeah. And Courtney, how, how about you? Uh, what is something you're excited about that makes you excited about the future? Um, obviously, you guys have a lot going on that is exciting, but anything you've seen or you've come across? And then where can folks find you? So I was, uh, I'm really glad Callie went first because I was sitting there, you know, she was buying me time and I was like, oh, what am I into right now? Because I really, I feel like I'm a little bit low tech as well when I'm not working because I am you know, so inundated with technology all the time. But one thing that's been really interesting, and I sound 100 years old when I talk about this, and I know this company is like preparing for an IPO or something, but I've been really fascinated by Roblox. Um, and I actually paid my friend's eight-year-old to give me a tutorial for another project I was working on. And it was really fascinating. And I'm constantly fascinated by watching young kids interact with technology and how intuitive it is for them. So every time Ooh. I see my niece and nephew who are six and eight, I put a VR yeah. headset on them and I show them stuff that is appropriate for their age group. Um, and just the way they interact with it so easily and so seamlessly versus even somebody like me who, you know, spends a lot of time with this stuff. But for some reason, it, it, it's maybe not as natural to me. And then folks who are older than me, it's less natural for them, although people pick it up really quickly. So I, I'm really fascinated by the sort of stuff that's popping up for younger kids right now and is really intuitive and interesting and sort of focused on like, community building and learning because kids can't socialize right now. So mm -hmm. communities like Roblox that give them these interesting like alternatives, I, I find fascinating. Um, and it was fun to have an eight year old teach me about technology. Like that was awesome. <laughs> so um, yeah, so, so shout out to my friend Amy's uh, son, Kieran, he's great. Um, so in terms of where you can find me, I am probably spending too much time on Twitter. Uh, but my Twitter handle is just my name. It's at Courtney Harding, and that's Courtney with no U, so C-O-R-T-N-E-Y-H-A-R-D-I-N-G. Um, so yeah, you can kind of find me just under my own name on a lot of platforms, my Instagram, um, my LinkedIn, obviously. Um, 
Friends with Holograms probably does not have the social media presence that it should because it's the lowest thing on my to-do list every week and I wind up just like tweeting out a bunch of stuff and calling it a day. Um, but our Twitter, if you want to follow, is at uh, hologram friend. And I realized that was like a very bad sales pitch. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm extremely online. I'm easy to find. I'm definitely, you know, always happy to chat about this stuff. So yeah. And you've got a great my, newsletter. My... I mean, I get your newsletter and I always think oh, it's brilliant. So thank you. Yeah, we do have a newsletter. So if you go to our website, friendswithholograms.com, um, you can subscribe to our newsletter. Um, and yeah, it comes out like every couple weeks. And I try to keep it to a mix of like promotion stuff, obviously, because it is a biz dev tool, but also just like news and insights. And um, the last thing I want to say before before we wrap up, because I know we're at time, is I really want to give a huge shout out to the Friends with Holograms team. Um, they are really the scaffolding behind all of this. So Pamela Jaber, who was our producer on this project day to day, yes. she worked she worked her butt off. She's incredible. Um, David Loeser, who was the developer on this project. Okay, David and his team, first of all, deserve, like, and on Pamela, like, they, they get major fireworks for this project. They were absolutely incredible, and I cannot, we cannot give them enough, enough credit for making them happen. Yeah, they're really, like, like the, the glue that holds all this together, and they're the reason that stuff gets done, and you know, I think Callie and I were talking about this. Callie and I are both sort of the, the big picture people in our respective companies. But, um, you know, big picture people can only get so far before you get the people that actually are the detail people. And um, Pamela and David and David's team, Scott, um, my God, just like the most incredible work. So they're really the, the unsung heroes behind this. What, what I love about what we did, um, Courtney, is like, we were able to go back and forth between the big picture and the little picture so, or the little picture so, so well that it was seamless. It was like, you know, it was just, it was just magical throughout this creation process for me is the word that I come, come back to. Um, and guys, this is just an idea, but I feel just hearing you guys kind of um, having rapport. Um, I feel like you guys, not that I want to add to your to-do list, but you guys should have like a small, maybe not a, a long-term podcast, but you should have a series while you're creating this, that documents this, like a podcast, a little podcast uh, You know, series. I actually, I actually. <laughs> Courtney, I don't want to add to your to-do list, but it would be really interesting to, to, to have that recorded for posterity of you guys building this together, so. You know, I was actually thinking about that. I put it in my, I put it in my, my little deck of ways to build out, uh, you know, the conversations about what we're doing in the future and really build out this platform. So uh, mm -hmm. if you know anyone that wants to go on that series, Kathy, send them our way. Yeah, well, I mean, you could talk to so many people re related to, you know, VR for good and using this for PTSD and to help with medical, you know, just so many, just an idea. Anyway, guys. All right, podcast. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I if you want to be on, if you want to be on our show, get in touch. <laughs> Reach out. <laughs> um, so guys, thank you for being in Future Insiders. It's a true pleasure. And um, thanks again for the work you're doing, guys. Thank, thank you, you for so having much, us. Kathy. Thank you for listening to Future Insiders. I hope you'll join Kathy for more interviews about the future. And don't forget to subscribe and be sure to tell a friend about the podcast.